Hello, welcome friends to the Relevant Roundtable, where we meet every Thursday evening at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. At the Roundtable, we discuss real-life situations that deserve more attention. These conversations are rich in personal insight that give listeners clarity and direction to influence and impart into their daily lives. I'm your host, Tony. Thank you for joining the table. Hey, family, welcome back to the Relevant Roundtable. We are so excited that you decided to join us once again tonight on this Thursday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Tonight, we have a phenomenal guest. Her name is She Rise Anderson. That's right. She Rise Anderson. Isn't it amazing how God just names us? He really names us. Her authentic name is Sharice, but break that up. It's She Rise. So tonight we want to welcome She Rise to the Relevant Roundtable. She is actually going to take us to and through a journey to serenity. How many of you all just ever imagine being in that serene place, in that place where there are no worries, really, so to speak? I mean, I know that we have, you know, some concerns in our day-to-day lives sometimes, but when you dwell in a serene place, right, that serenity allows us to kind of move through that place of worry. So She Rise is here tonight to take us through her journey. And through her journey, she will help us to get through our journeys. She's going to offer us um, some nuggets tonight. And I'm just so, so excited. So She Rise, can you please just tell our audience a little bit about yourself, who you are, what you do, and how you got to the journey to serenity? Thank you so much, Tony, for having me on the show. I'm really excited to be here and share a little bit about myself and my journey. I can't thank you enough for opening your heart and sharing your platform with me. So as you said, I am Sherise Anderson. My name is Sharice. It's spelled S-H-E-She-R-I-S-E, Rise. And I am the founder of Journey to Serenity. It's actually a business that I created based on my past experiences. And my business is new, it's it's just launching, but I will be offering products, merchandise, and tools to help others on their journey of personal transformation. My journey began when I found myself in a situation where I just had this undercurrent of dissatisfaction within my life. I struggled in relationships and I struggled financially. And I reached a point in my life where I said I'd had enough and I wanted to make change. And I had to come to this realization that in order for things to get better, that I had work to do within myself. Like I could no longer blame others in my life and circumstances for what got me into the position that I was in. So I had to take ownership of my stuff and I did some real work on myself. It wasn't easy, but I had this determination. And one of the things that really drove me was that I felt like I wasn't doing it just for myself. 
the entire time I was moving through this process of transformation, I always had the idea that, you know what, when I get to the other side of this, I want to share my story because I want to help others get to that place. And I had so much turmoil in my life that really, I just wanted to get to a place of peace. And so that's where the business name comes from. I knew I was on this journey. I wanted to get to a place of peace. And that is what I call it. And from all of my trauma and struggles, my business was birthed from that. So she rise, you are also a transformation coach. And so from a coach's perspective, how would you walk someone through their process of transformation and helping them to see that it's more than just the light at the end of the tunnel, but there is an actual place of freedom that welcomes serenity? That's a great question. And I have the answer. <laughs> I, throughout the process, I, I made sure that I took notes and I documented the things that worked for me because I've always had the intention of sharing. So there were seven major steps that I took that helped me to get to that place. And so I would say the first step is really to be still. And what I mean by that is a lot of times we find ourselves in situations or circumstances that can be chaotic, that can cause anxiety, frustration, emotional pain. And then it's almost human nature to to want to try to fix it by doing. And I found that the most important thing to, to really start the process was to be still. Because it is when you are still that you can actually be guided. And so I started to practice meditation and I found that the more time that I spent in silence and not not asking God for anything, I would say it was more or less just saying, I am open to receive and sitting in that silence and allowing myself to get to a place where I could could just hear certain things and, and ideas would be downloaded and information was downloaded when I was in that space. And so it is very important because then it's really about nurturing your relationship with your creator, whatever you choose to call it. I don't put labels on it, but I, I firmly believe that there is a higher power that guides us all. And I feel like it's so important to make that connection. So for me, that's the first step that's so important. And then I would say that the second step is to embrace your stuff. And what I mean by that is taking ownership, because a lot of times we find ourselves in situations and circumstances, toxic situations connected to toxic people and things. And we have to take ownership of that and realize that in a lot of cases, we're the ones that are making that choice. And if you want your life to change, you have to choose something else. But before you can do that, you have to to put 
the lens on and really look in the mirror and see how you're participating in it because that is so important. And not, I'm not saying that in a way where you would judge yourself, but more or less just to look at it. You don't want to judge it, just own it. And then the third step would be to really level up. It's like you have to make a decision that you want to change. And it has to be on a deep level when you make that decision. And I found that when you do that, everything in your life begins to orient towards whatever that decision is. And then the the fourth step is really don't forget your blessings. Like you have to identify and acknowledge the things that are good in your life. There's always something that we have that we can be grateful for. And I found that on my journey, the more that I acknowledged the good in my life, the blessings that I have in my life, and I put my attention and energy towards good things, more good things started to flow to me because it's really easy to get caught up in negativity. And when you're sitting in a space that's uncomfortable and you really want to see change, but you don't necessarily see it coming as quickly as you would like, it is so important to think of the little things that you have to be grateful for. And when you do that, more things just start to flow. And then we always have to have a vision. It's like if you're going on a trip, you need to have an idea (laughs) of where it is that you want to go. You just don't want to get on the road and and just drive with no destination in mind. So one of the things that kept me anchored was really to have a vision. I really took time and I'm a writer. So I do a lot of journaling and I highly... (laughs) suggest that it helps to clear your mind. Writing is really cathartic. It's something that Oprah said, and I've heard Tyler Perry say that that kind of anchored him on his journey. And it's true. It's like when you write things down, it's like you get them out of your head and onto a piece of paper and it is freeing. And so you have to be able to have that vision for yourself. Think about, okay, I know what I don't want, I know what's not working for me. So what is it that I do want? What is the goal that I'm really working towards? And so it's like you have to have that vision for yourself. And then the next step would be to to validate that vision through action. So it is wonderful to daydream. And I always say, don't quit your daydream. Yes, we all have dreams and it's good to to be able to, to have dreams and have a vision, but you have to put action behind it in order to get to that place that you want to go. And and for example, when I had gone through my divorce, I wanted to purchase a home. And at the time, I didn't have the best credit. I didn't have the funds that I needed, but I knew that I wanted to purchase a home for my two children. And so I had to do the work. I took the time to work on building better credit and getting the resources that I needed in order to make that purchase. And it happened for me. I was able to purchase my dream home, but not without action that I put behind it. And then I think this is most important. And this is the last step because it gets a little tough during a journey again, when you are taking action, you're, you're taking all these steps, 
and you may not see what it is that you want to see right away because it takes time. It takes time to be able to turn a situation around. And so you have to be gentle with yourself. You have to to be persistent, but you have to walk with a positive mindset. So you have to expect good to flow into your life. You have to expect what it is that you're working towards. You have to expect that eventually it will come. So in other words, you you really have to keep the faith. And so I found that doing all of those things, following those seven steps, it's really, it helped me to turn my life around. It helped me to improve the relationships that I have. I was really struggling with toxic relationships, romantic relationships, and and choosing the wrong man. And I had to learn to love myself and to really think about the good, really learn who I am in order to get to a better place in my life. And I was able to overcome the financial struggles that I experienced in, in following these steps. And my life has, has really turned around and I'm truly grateful. And I'm just excited to be here to be able to share these steps and to share my story. And you know what? If I only reach one person, then my work here is done. That's phenomenal. I have a question. It seems like I always have questions, right? (laughs) (laughs) So sometimes people can get on their journey, right? We can get on our journeys. And in the middle, the middle may appear like the journey is complete. And so then we veer off of that journey thinking that we have completed the journey, but yet the peace that we have is not authentic peace. How can someone recognize the difference between the authentic peace that we rest in versus the peace that is temporary? That is a great question. I would say to that, and it goes back to being still. And so I'm a firm believer in really being connected and really understanding when something really resonates within my spirit and when it doesn't. And so I would say that Number one, you have to remember that the journey never ends. Like we never get to that place. Life is full of challenges and things can take a turn in an instant. So we never get to this place where we're without any challenges. So we have to keep that in mind and we have to really stay tuned in to ourselves. And when you're tuned in, you can tell the difference. I always say like, if something doesn't feel right, if it feels a little bit off, then there's reason to pause. So I guess I'm trying not to overthink this here or take the, the long way because I tend to, to kind of go down the rabbit hole. But I would say that you have to really pay attention to how things feel. And you can't like look on the surface. You have to to stay connected and you have to stay focused in order to be able to discern the difference in what true peace peace is and what temporary 
I don't, what's the word? I don't want to say satisfaction, but sometimes, you know, we tend to go for something that's immediate satisfaction in a moment versus what it is we really want in the long haul. And so you have to constantly pay attention to how you feel and what's going on around you. So I feel like I went down the rabbit hole there. I hope that answers your question. No, you didn't go down a rabbit hole at all. Actually, as you were talking and then you kind of led into my next question, and that is, how do we help some to navigate through long suffering, so to speak? Not that you would want to continue to suffer all of your life, but as you said, the journey really doesn't end because things happen along the way. But you also made a very poignant point in saying that sometimes, I'm going to use a different word, we like microwavable results. So, how do we? help someone thinks they've been in the tough place way too long, but yet they're at the very tip of the moment of breakthrough. That is when I say it is so important to seek out support. So on my journey, like I had a lot of teachers along the way. I educated myself and I opened myself up to having conversations and learning from others. And so it's not something, a journey that you need to take on your own. Sometimes we can't get to that place where we we feel stuck and we're not sure how to get to that next level. And I, I think it's so important to reach out, to have a mentor, to find a coach, to look for a support system find your tribe to be able to to have conversations and hear insights and get some additional tips and tools and resources to help you to get to that next level. Awesome. Well, Coach Charisse, better known as Rise, <laughs> before we begin to conclude our session tonight, I need two things from you, right? not just me, but our audience. The one would be, what nugget would you like to leave with us tonight? And then if someone that is listening and sitting at the table with us tonight would like to reach out to you, how could they contact you? Okay. Well, the nugget that I would like to leave, actually, I have, I have two, twofold. First one is, Sometimes we must know who we are not in order to know who we are. That's something that my journey taught me. Also, sometimes we have to be broken open before we can even realize the strength that we have, the courage that we have, the gifts that we have. So I would say don't judge yourself for where you are, wherever you are in your journey is where you're supposed to be. It's just having that desire in your heart and being willing to take the action needed to turn your life around. Just that alone, having that intention 
and taking action, putting action behind it can get you to that place. And I am here. I can be reached at rise. You can send an email to rise at journey to serenity.com. And I'll be happy to set up time to have a consultation and see what I can do to help. We certainly appreciate you tonight. I am going to encourage every person that is sitting at the relevant roundtable with us to reach out to Coach Sharice if you can. Not even if you can. I'm just saying, just reach out to her. She is a phenomenal woman and just her words (laughs) and her presence um, brings forth such a genuine nature. She is authentic. And so I believe that in reaching out to her, she would be able to offer us something transformational, right? As she did tonight. So we thank you so much, Coach Sharice, aka She Rise, for joining us at the Relevant Roundtable tonight. Certainly appreciate all of the wisdom and words that you have shared with us tonight. I look so forward to potentially watching your continual journey from afar because I I just love it. It's just awesome. It's amazing. And so thank you again. Thank you for everyone that came to participate. Don't forget, you can come and sit at the relevant roundtable every Thursday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Share with a friend, share with family, coworkers, whoever you think may benefit from these people that are coming to give us what we need in order to get where they are. We certainly appreciate them. So thank you again. And we will see you on next Thursday at the Relevant Roundtable. Thank you so much, Tony. It's an honor to be here. You're welcome.